1: Marshawn trumps Bjork Strand and McAvoy!
0: And DeBrosk tips it home! 137 to go! What a game! Boston comes from behind, late third to lead 6-5. Uh, I think it's just uh, being in the right spot at the right time. You know, it was a good shift by our line. Marshy, you want to puck battle? Berg, you want to puck battle? And. They got up to the point and uh, I just uh, try to get to the net. And it's just it's simple hockey, honestly, with you. But it um, seems like it's been going that way as of late. It's always fun to score those goals. Everyone wants to be a part of it. But I think the goals leading up to it are just equally as clutch to get us in that position. Jake
1: DeBrusque with the game winner. Bruins have won five in a row. They remain atop the NHL standings by just a hair 44, 8, and 5, 93 points, well on their way. To a President's Trophy. And here's the kicker. They just got better. It's Jones and Mego with RKM. We're here until 6 on a Friday. What's going on, Mego?
2: I'm doing all right. Yeah. I had Pop Tarts for lunch. I was, as you know, I was running. I was running. (laughs) Not
0: bragging, just saying.
2: I was was running. No, no, I'm just like preparing. It's going to be a weird show today. I was running very behind for myself and my schedule this morning. So you know that I'm off. And so I didn't have time to stop for lunch, so I just grabbed some Pop-Tarts and were, some Mountain Dew, and you're here we Arkan, go. You were eating
1: Arcan's weirdo snacks down the hallway. You were, you were snacking on those.
2: Those are good, though.
1: Oh, yeah? They're
2: okay. like fancy candy.
1: Arcan, you're doing well? Doing great. Okay, good. Everybody's good? Everybody How seems, are you? Everybody seems like they're doing well. Oh, I'm, I'm doing wonderful. I, I stayed up late to watch the Bruins last night. I watched the Celtics win, win, win. Felt good about all of it. Bruins are making trades, and I'll start just quickly on the game last night. It is cliche to say it, but it feels like one of those like playoff atmosphere, like the Dallas game we talked about the other week, or like, I don't want to overstate the Seattle Kraken, but the Bruins have had their issues with that team so far this season. They almost got swept by them. I don't want to call it a Stanley Cup preview or anything like that, but like it felt like a playoff environment and the Bruins dug deep after falling behind. So it's a good win for them and they don't get swept by an expansion team from a year ago, which, trust me, I was ready to rip them for. And you guys can weigh in on the Bs, 617-779-7937 here on oh Jones & Mega God, with our Oh, God, he's what?
2: talking hockey again. I know. They, it's uh, that idiot from the Internet.
1: Well, I, I, just, I do enjoy that. People are like, you, you don't talk enough hockey. And then I talk hockey, and they're like, I hate when you talk <laughs> hockey. So it's just, you know, it's a real lose-lose. But whatever, you're stuck with us talking hockey here. To begin the show, we are going to mix in thoughts on the Celtics and the Red Sox. And, of course, the Patriots. So uh, make sure you get your Bruins thoughts in early and often here on a Friday. Uh, The bigger piece to it beyond the win, though, is the trade. And we had talked about Gavrikov and Chikrin and all these other names floating around. Until early yesterday, Dimitri Orlov's name was not out there in the league as far as I knew. It came out early yesterday that the Capitals may be selling, may be looking to make moves. And the first place I saw Orlov's name, I think, was on NBC Sports Boston. Just a, a piece up about what sort of players could be available. And the Capitals had Garnett Hathaway and Dmitry Orlov available, and the Bruins wound up netting both for basically nothing. A couple of picks, a first-rounder, a second-rounder, and a third-rounder, the second-and-third-rounder further down the line, Craig Smith's salary on the way out. Even I have trouble ripping this deal. It's like they got themselves a top-4 D, a guy who might play on the top pair with McAvoy. They got themselves a bottom-six rugged player in Garnett Hathaway. I have a hard time picking it apart. The one thing I will say is it's pretty clear the Bruins are all in. And I wonder if fans feel good about that. Selling off future pieces for going all in on this year. I think I know where you're coming from on this. I think you should be happy. I'd be happy as a Bruins fan. They're attacking it and going all in because I wouldn't want to get complacent. I've seen plenty of teams get the President's Trophy and go on to lose. Get swept in the first round like Tampa a few years ago despite a historic pace. I'd imagine fans are happy they're all in, but I want to hear from you. 617-779-7937. Are we happy, Meggo, that they're all in?
2: Yeah. I mean, I I feel like this is fair to Krejci and Bergeron, who both came back, and I think with the intention of getting back to the Stanley Cup final. And it's two shots in the arm to keep this team, to pick up the pace and keep it going, you know, as they get through kind of the – Last parts of this regular season, I don't I guess the only thing that I could say is that it appears to be two rentals 231 31 year old guys and everybody's. Oh, they have all this postseason experience between them. Eleven years of postseason experience between them is what I saw a couple people tweet and write. And it's like, okay, well, that's not really something you're lacking on this roster. So I, I do think it's like a great addition. I just don't think we need to gild the lily here of being like, and look at all this but that I, they bring. But
1: I don't think it hurts that you're bringing in, you know, a, a player in Orloff with with cup experience. I don't, I don't think that hurts whatsoever. And shame on me. I should have given Keefe full credit. Scoops Keefe, I heard him talking about it on my drive home last night. He broke Sexy. the news. I heard it. Scoops Keefe had the tweet last night that the Bruins were... Maybe moving out Craig Smith and maybe getting Orloff and maybe getting Hathaway. at Rich
0: Keefe's show at five fourteen tweeted would Dimitri Orlov and
1: Garnett Hathaway from the Capitals make it a successful trade deadline? Yeah, so like I saw Orlov's name was available earlier in the day, and I then didn't, he followed up with a Craig Smith thing. I didn't realize all the details and what was being worked out with with Craig Smith. So this I think, might
0: knock your socks off. I
1: th- it did. I heard it live last night. Uh, Scoops Keefe, uh, deserves job, Keith deserves full credit for that. He uh, he absolutely does. Arkin.
2: oh sorry, just really quick, I was going to say. It, I feel like for this playoff run, going all in, it's been 12 years since the last Stanley Cup. And it's not so different from the Celtics, where it's like, everybody talks about that 2011 blah, blah, blah. Like, they need to finally go back and win it. So to go to put some draft capital forward, to go get even two rentals, that I think are valuable in the way that these guys are, it's
1: the right move. Arkin, are they all in? Does this qualify as all in?
0: Yeah, I'd say so. I think that this is a typical Don Sweeney deadline uh, steal. I mean, this is really the type of move that he makes, and he's been making them for a few years in a row now, and they're adding up, and they've put this roster in a much better position than they would have been otherwise. I, I you know, There's not much you can say about Don Sweeney this year, aside from that kid they brought in. I mean, really, that's the only mistake he's made yeah, the entire no, you time. You can definitely say that. You can say that, and that was a total. Uh, idiot move to do that, to bring that kid in here. But other than that, he's been just about perfect, and I think this move is great. The only qualm I have with it, if I have any qualms at all, is that both of these guys are kind of wild cards. (laughs) Like, Garnett Hathaway is a bit of a lunatic, and Orloff, too. I mean, both of these guys have... What? Well, I was going to say, what's the deal?
1: So he uh, Hathaway spit on Goodbranson and got suspended for that. He yeah. did, but he's also just
0: like sort of a crazy. I mean, he no, no, no. I, I know his he's history, all over the ice. I, I know mean, his
1: history with the Bruins. Yeah. and uh, but we'll play this clip later on in the show. I think Bergeron described him described him as like a, a dog without a bone, something like that. Like he's you know he's aggressive and he's going to finish his hits and all these things, right?
0: So he like finishes hits at the end of the period after the siren goes up, and and,
1: and 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 Orlov, Orlov ended Kevin Miller's career. Yeah, now he was not. It was in the Stanley Cup playoffs a few years ago. He was not uh, suspended. I, I don't even believe he was fine. He got a double
0: friggin' minor for leaving his feet. This is Dimitri Orlov, yep. your new Boston Bruin. Left his feet and cross-checked Kevin Miller across the chin. Gave him a concussion. He
1: never played again. Yeah, so I, I would disagree with the the point of contact. I don't know if he hit him in the head. It oh my like god. He, it Go like watch it. I did, he, I did. I watched it five times this morning. Across. So he got a concussion by hitting him in the shoulder? I think he got a concussion when, he hit, when his head hit the ice, but regardless, we're, we're quibbling over something that doesn't really matter. It's a dirty hit, and he was given the double minor for it, and it's just a long way of saying these guys do have an edge which Bruins fans probably used to hate about them. Oh, now no, 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 no.
2: Now, now they're they on love the Bruins. It. Now they now love it. Garnett Hathaway? Oh, that's our guy.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that that fraudulence, I expect, from all fan bases in this city, really all fan bases in all cities. To close the loop on what Arkan was saying, this is a typical Sweeney deadline. Say what you want about it. Like, this is what Sweeney does just about every deadline outside of your random Lee Stempniak. He usually goes big game hunting for the most part. Here's the unfortunate part to it. It hasn't really paid off. The Lindholm move last year, like, you have him now, and that's great. But that didn't do anything for you last year. You lost in the first round.
2: Oh, my God. Remember how people talked about the Taylor Hall move? Taylor Hall, you're out
1: in the second round against the effing Islanders. Okay? I mean, who else? I'm trying to think of some of his other uh, big-ticket moves that he's made. Coyle and Johansson worked out great in that season. So, I don't know. uh, Oh, sorry. The Rick Nash one, obviously. That one didn't Mm. work out. They got eliminated in the second round. So, he's done this before. They don't always work. But we have people like P.K. Subban on ESPN talking up the Bruins like... They're unbeatable. Like, you can't possibly figure out a way to beat them. Listen, at first glance, watching that trade, I mean, those are the players that they need. They, they round out their bottom six players. They have a fourth line guy now with experience who's won a Stanley Cup, who's been with, played with Stanley Cup winners, uh, in Washington, who can come in and slide in with the AJ Greers, with Nick Felino and their fourth line guys, Trent Frederick. But Dimitri
0: Orlov, this is a top four defenseman, and you have that guy slide into an already good defensive team that can add offense he could be your best defenseman on any night but joining Charlie McAvoy
1: and Hampus Lindholm I mean the Boston Bruins look like a team that's impossible to beat okay so it's it's hockey no one's impossible to beat like again I I know I, I get lectured on not knowing hockey I get lectured I know everybody's beatable in hockey the top team loses to the worst team all the time that's like routine in fact it's more likely that happens in the Stanley Cup playoffs so like they're unbeatable please one gripe, can I give you one nitpick on Orloff? Because I feel, I feel dirty, honestly. Give as
2: many as you want. I feel dirty being Why? so
1: complimentary. Oh, okay, it,
2: it, I thought you many felt dirty no, no, no a nitpick. No, I, I was like, this is very unlike you, I the wanna, way that you're starting I want to get
1: back in my comfort zone because okay. I feel dirty. I've been much too positive and much too uh, flowery in my praise. I thought the idea was to get size on the back end. I thought that was the idea. Orloff's 5'11". And I know he plays with Edge. And by the way, I personally don't care about this. I wasn't complaining about their size on the back end, Grizzlik's too tiny, and things like this. I never complained about it. I like offensive players. I like guys who can move the puck. Victory Krug guy. Yeah, I liked Krug when he was here. So I like I, Orlov. Supposedly, you know, can carry the puck right out of his own end and enter the zone. Plays and like, both sides of that, the uh, of the ice. That's a specialty. So good. I, I want that skill set. But for everybody who wanted size, shouldn't you be upset? Like y- you wanted a stay-at-home guy like Gavrikov. Or you wanted a guy like Chikrin who has term on his deal on like a, a rental like or Like, if you wanted size, shouldn't you be frustrated with Sweeney? I wasn't one of those people, but that seems inconsistent. They got another itty bitty 5'11 guy who does play with Edge, but it's not like he's big.
2: It would be inconsistent. I just think that what they gave up was so minor. They gave up in nothing. The they so gave up nothing. It's hard to be angry and to nitpick this deal.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's not really much to, to nitpick in the sense of. I wasn't looking for a major, major move. I wasn't looking for the type of move that you would make if you traded one of your goaltenders, for example. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, the type of thing. for that though. if you'd done that. Well, I mean, really, that's the only other thing I can think of is planning for the future and bringing in, like, finding your centerman of the future and bringing him in now and and trying to get that going now. I think that that's is the... a good.
2: That is the good beat because, uh, sorry, really quick, yeah. Arkin, when you look ahead and you talk about, okay, what's it going to look like if this is the end for Bergeron and then it's and not going to be, yeah, and crazy. Not like a full rebuild or anything, but the center piece is something that you haven't been able to solve well, in years. And
1: this this is the idea that you're all in. You know, you traded picks. You don't have a first-round pick next year now. You don't have a, a second-round pick in like three of the next four drafts. I don't care. But how do Bruins fans feel about it? Again, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Can I hear from Don Sweeney real quick on the expectations for this team, which is sort of what we're talking about now that they've made these moves? When push comes to shove, we're just going to put the best lineup together, and I think all of our groups should understand that, that we were in in this to try and deepen. Um, you know what our team looks like, and uh, and no idea who we're going to play. We got to go in and qualify. I think we're in a really good spot, um, you know, because the team has played that well, and uh, you know we're trying to reward. We have an ownership group that's that's supportive of uh, you know when the team's in position to uh, to give us the resources to uh, to add. You know, um, I,
0: I can't say enough about what our pro staff has done to try and get us in this position to add, and all the work that they put in, the communication we've had. You know, and you apologize to your amateur staff because obviously you've
1: taken away opportunity for them to improve our club down the road. And, and uh, but that's that's
0: that's the chase. You know, we're in it to try and win, and um, you I got to qualify and and uh, and go from there.
1: So, do you feel bad for the amateur staff? <laughs> are you worried about the future? Are you happy the Bruins are all in at this deadline? As to his credit, Don Sweeney typically is. And furthermore, do you think the Bruins are done? Are they done? Should they be done? All that on the table. Six one seven 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 nine. I do feel a bit dirty with how we've started the show.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.